welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hi, everyone. I'm Carol. And I'm David. Are you ready to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny? Well, you've come to the right place because that's what the sexy lifestyle is all about. And David and I are passionate about making your sex life the best it can be. We sure are. And you know we love talking about sex and sexuality, sexual pleasure, communication, consent, respect, and relationships, and we hope our discussions open up your dialogue about great sex because... Well, great sex matters, and you deserve it. You know, at this point, I think it's pretty obvious that you and I are very comfortable talking about sex. Between us, we express our feelings and our ideas, and we share our fantasies, our wants, and our desires without any any hang-ups at all. But we know that not everyone is as comfortable as we are when it comes to talking about sex and sexuality. But I just wanted to say that it does get easier with practice. And it's so important to say what's on your mind. You're pretty good at telling me what's on your mind. I know. Man, you are the woman of women when it comes to being a good communicator and telling me what you like. And, you know, the more you talk about sex, the more you talk about sex. And the more you talk about sex, I believe, the more you have sex. So we all need to normalize those conversations about sex and sexuality. And you know, it it really feels good to open up and say what's on your mind. And I have to do a better job of that too, because sometimes I just put it in a little box and let you go on and on and on. No, I think you're pretty good too. We're getting much better, but you know, we're evolving, constantly evolving. We are evolving. So guys, have you got unanswered questions about male sexuality, pushing boundaries and fulfilling fantasies? Are you looking for a credible source of uncensored information that you can trust? On today's episode, Everything Sexy, we're going to explore a new show that's about to launch on the Sexy Lifestyle Network, where you'll find a safe, comfortable outlet for all those perverted and provocative questions that you can't ask anywhere else. I just can't wait. We're going to have a blast talking with our guests today, so get ready for uncensored discussions, graphic stories, and a whole lot of dirty talk. Mm, You know I love talking dirty. You do. But before we get started, we just want to remind everybody that our sponsors are our business partners, and we have selected our sponsors specifically to bring you products that can improve your sex life, and by doing so, effectively, they improve your whole life. Right, and these sponsors are big supporters of the Sexy Lifestyle Network and the sexylifestyle.com and we couldn't do it without them. So go check out the sexylifestyle.com, see their products and services, support them so we can continue growing and having a great Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network. We want to make this world a happier, healthier and hornier place where we all can thrive together. Absolutely. And this segment of the show is sponsored by Womanizer. For a stronger, longer and more intense orgasm than any other pleasure product, Womanizer is one of the most advanced sex sex tech devices, and it's different because of its touchless air technology. The soft head of the womanizer surrounds the head of the clitoris and stimulates in a sucking motion. It actually feels like you're having oral sex. And it can make you climax quickly with single or multiple orgasms. Yeah, and you know what? Before our show today, we actually were fucking. We took out our womanizer and you had like five orgasms. And that's why she's smiling and glowing. And we're going to have a great show today. And we actually chose womanizer to be one of our partners because it is your favorite toy. And sharing is caring. Yeah, and if uh, if you want stronger, longer, more intense orgasms like me, then we have some womanizers to give away. So stay tuned till the end of the show when we announce the winner. And once you've tried this amazing device, you're going to wish you had discovered it sooner. So to enter our contest, you just have to send us an email at ask at carolyndavid.com, put womanizer in the subject line, and you will be entered. Absolutely. And we do have a winner to announce later on in the show. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then 
toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throws of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. Are listening to the sexy lifestyle with carol and david got a burning question or comment about today's show send an email to ask at carol and and we just might be answering your question next now back to this week's show this is the sexy lifestyle we are carol and david and we're so excited to introduce our guests today we have jamal and polly rick who are two sexually fluid men with decades of experience in open relationships swinging kink and bdsm and they are the sexy hosts of their own new show called everything sexy with jamal and rick and right here on our sexy lifestyle network Boys, Jamal, Polly, Rick, welcome to The Sexy Lifestyle and congratulations on your new show starting next week. Hey, you guys. Thanks so much for having us on. This is wonderful. Absolutely. We're so excited to be here. And this is going to be an amazing show, so thank you for being here with us. And, you know, there's probably not one show that goes by that we don't talk about the importance of communication when it comes to sex. And we all have that responsibility to start the movement towards normalizing conversations surrounding sex and sexuality. And the more ideas and experiences and opinions and stories that we share with everyone, the easier it's going to be to push that movement forward. Now, with these two hot and sexy guys here with us today, they're going to be sharing their stories and answering lots of questions surrounding sex and alternative lifestyle on their show, Everything Sexy with Jamal and Polly Rick. And now it's time to get to know a little bit more about these two amazing guys. Okay, guys, who's going to start first? Uh, I think Jamal's sexual. He should probably go first. Okay, Jamal, you're up. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and so we can start to get to know you some more. Oh, my goodness. Well, um, I'm a guy, um, what they would call a cisgendered male. Um, but, you know, I consider myself a sexually fluid cisgendered male. I'm one of those guys that has done a little bit of everything with a little bit of everybody, but I'm not what they would consider to be pansexual in the sense that gender doesn't matter for me. Now, for a lot of other people, it doesn't matter. But for me, it does. I kind of like my guys to be guys and my girls to be girls. And um, I've had a ton of both. I would say sadly, but I'm not sad at all about it. You know, I kind of had some experiences. Luckily, I'm also an ordained Baptist minister, um, which is a good or bad thing for some people. But it's sort of the beginning of my actual, it's actually the beginning of my um, sort of opening my eyes to sexuality because it was the place where I first discovered heard that men were attracted to me and that occasionally I was too. Now, there's a whole bunch of backstory that goes with that. But, you know, my goal has always been to be a more higher um, and uh, enlightened individual. And my sexuality has been a whole part of that. So, you know, that was, I guess, at this point now we're going on 20 something years ago um, when I first started dabbling in experiences with men when I was actually engaged to be married to a woman. And um, I've been open and honest about it my whole life, um, including with her. Um, and um, I dated some women who were cool with it, some women who were not, some women who wanted to be really involved in it, some women who didn't. Um, I dated some men who were cool with it and some men who were not, um, and some who wanted to be really involved with it and some who weren't. And um, But the one thing I learned from the whole experience was that I just got to be me. Um, and so the ones who sort of didn't like it, I sort of said, well, see you later. And the ones who did, I sort of said, let's hang out for a while. And uh, sadly, none of them turned out to be the one, so to speak, if there is such a thing, but I'm still on my quest in hunting. And along the way, I've played with a whole lot of other people and done a lot of things from nudism to BDSM to kink to polyamory and everything else that you can think of. And I'm so excited to talk about it. It's made me a better person. I think my relationships have been better, too. Beautiful. And of course, a little bit of swinging, too. Yeah, well, I've done a, I wouldn't say a little bit. I've <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, the fun part was sort of once you realize that, you know, nobody's going to like everything you ever do, you sort of start saying, well, I'm just going to do whatever I want to do because there's always going to be somebody who doesn't like it. So I tried a little bit of everything and the swinging part has also been a lot of fun and it's really been very liberating for the relationships that I've had where 
uh, my partners have been into it. Um, in particular, my, my greatest gift in life that I give to any partner I ever have is freedom. And I want it back. And it's the freedom to be who you are and to explore and experience whatever you think life has for you. And swinging certainly promotes that. Beautiful. All right, Mr. Rick, Mr. Yes. Paul Rick. First, hey. first of all, welcome. Um, rumor has it you're now sort of almost planted in Florida. Yes, yeah, I'm uh, I'm kind of a traveling sex educator of sorts. So, uh, you know, I, I I travel from place to place and I set up shop for a while and I do some things to help some people out. But right now, yeah, I'm down here in sunny Florida where the uh, the trees and the pools are. Very, very nice. So what do you think is something important that your listeners would like to know about you and how you started this journey to get you where you are today? Well, the first thing you need to know about me is I'm pretty much a pervert. I mean, I'm a flat out pretty much. Yeah, just just a <laughs> shameless pervert. Um, but I'm an ethical pervert, you know. So um, about me is, is my journey is kind of interesting where um, I started off as a married uh, gentleman uh, with uh, as a single, well, eventually a single father of four children. But uh, I used to be a pretty vanilla, straight up stand up guy, you know, former, uh, you know, uh, military, law enforcement and entrepreneurs, all these things. And um and I lived a pretty good life, um, you know, but after 20 years of monogamy, um, you learn what works for you and you learn what doesn't. So uh, when things had migrated and we broke out into ourselves, um, I decided to try something different, right? So that's what you do. And so I, uh, I went out and looked at alternative lifestyle things and I looked at, you know, hey, where do I fit in? Because I grew up in San Francisco, California. Um, and so for me, my normal was, you know, my... Uh, uh, walking down the street and seeing, you know, uh, same-sex couples all the time. It was not a big deal. You know, it was never that way. So um, I wanted to explore that more into my adulthood. And as my children got older, I said, you know, I, I made a decision. I said, I'm, I, I think I'm just going to go out and just try as much as I can. You know, if it's ethical and it's cool, I'm going to give it a shot. So um, I basically, uh, you know, I, I started uh, going to, I got an introduction to some sex parties. And then I, you know, started going to some swingers clubs and I started meeting people. And uh, as I attended more um, play parties and then, you know, I got into the poly mixer scene and all these good things, I started meeting all these people. Well, I'm, I'm kind of a, if you're going to put a label on me, uh, much like Jamal, I'm a cisgendered uh, person, but I'm, but I'm very sexually open, uh, poly, kinky, pansexual. Um, I, I really, I, genders are sexy, non-genders are sexy. I love all the things. Um, you know, and I have a penchant for dirty talk and, you know, consent awareness and like fun, sexy violence and weird things, you know. So I, I have a lot of weird things to bring to the table. And this is all the things that I've gathered from hanging out with the, uh, the poly, the swingers, the, the kink and the BDSM community for the past, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten years. Um, and, you know, after so many, you know, threesomes, fivesomes, some moresomes, you know, people start talking to you. So, um, at one point, I decided to uh, get a little bit more involved. I became a uh, traveling um, adult educator for uh, specifically for uh, adult vacations, um, swinger vacations, and uh, started representing um, and helping people transition to the lifestyle, learn more about ethical non-monogamy, kink, um, you know, sexuality, uh, consent, and everything fun, cool, and sexy and, and, and interesting. It's been quite a journey. So uh, I've been an open life coach for, I don't know, probably about the past five, six years or so, and it's just been so much fun. I've met so many people. Um, I, this is just a great platform to just exercise all these things. I'm so well, we, can't, we, yeah. can't wait, we can't wait for you guys to start up your show, but the uh, last question I want to ask you guys before we break is, where did you guys meet? How did you become friends? <laughs> that is well, the, that's the beautiful story because it's, it's how this lifestyle works. I mean, we met through a mutual connection um, in the lifestyle, someone who we both have had experiences with and who we both gotten to know very, very well and who you guys also happen to know, um, Taylor Sparks from Organic Love and who's also going to be on the, the network with the Sisters of Sexuality. And, you know, we we had both, I think, been separately talking about doing something. And um, when you guys launched your network, Taylor sort of approached both of us and said, hey, have you heard about this? And you guys would be great for this because you guys totally, you know, are good at talking about stuff. You're very experienced and, uh, you know, you're a lot of fun. And she sort of introduced us and we hit it off and um, instantly the rest is sort of right. history. Yeah. Well, that's a great way to stop it now for a quick break that we're going to have in, uh, in a few minutes. And we've been having such a great time getting to know Jamal and Polly Rick a little bit better. They're going to be launching their show, Everything Sexy with Jamal and Polly Rick in the next weeks on the Sexy Lifestyle Radio Talk Radio Network, all about male sexuality and all the things that you need to know about these alternative lifestyles that you guys are so, so experienced in. All right. So we're going to remind you, this is the Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. And after this short break, we'll be right back with these two amazing hosts of Everything Sexy. Stay tuned. 
Welcome to the Sexy Lifestyle Quickies. We are Carol and David, and with us today is Jeff Abraham from Promescent. So Jeff, how important is it to have open communication with your partner about premature ejaculation and not just find excuses to cover up issues? I'll start by saying that I believe open, honest communication is a fundamental building block in any relationship, not just man, woman, or even sexually speaking, father, son, mother, daughter, friendship, is this anything. But the reason it's even more important with something like premature ejaculation is because if you're not lasting long enough to satisfy your partner and it's unspoken, it will, it will literally create some resentment resentment on the female partner's part because she's not receiving the satisfaction and it will create a sense of shame or anxiety on the male partner which will only exacerbate the condition. There's really nothing you can't overcome in a sexual relationship if you have you know, dialogue, if you have open, honest communication, you have dialogue. You know, as we've talked about in the past, this is a very common problem. And even healthy couples, there is an orgasm gap where a guy doesn't last as long as a female really requires. That's why there's so much extensive use of vibrators and foreplay and cunnilingus and everything else to really bridge that gap and make the, you know, the arousal gap much less. So by pretending something that actually exists doesn't exist causes shame on one partner's, you know, side and probably resentment on the other. And those two things will then transcend the bedroom and lead into other areas of life, which will probably cause a decrease in the frequency of intimacy, because if you're not getting pleasure from it, obviously you're not going to want to do it as, as often. So I believe that addressing it gives you the tools and the opportunity to overcome something. If you ignore it, the issue only becomes larger and then creates other issues. So you get to a point where you probably think you don't even have a good relationship on other accounts, which is basically due to a problem like this that you know starts in the bedroom. So that's why I believe that the communication issue is so key. And certainly talking about it and then finding the solution, like a product like Promiscent that can make love last longer, uh, if you didn't talk about it, you might not even know there was something out there that could help you. Yeah, how can you find a solution to a problem that you have not acknowledged? How can you find a solution and have a common ground to something that is like the proverbial elephant in the room that you both know is there, but you refuse to speak of? Yeah, absolutely. And when you have such a product that can last longer, like the Promiscent, then that's the solution you're looking for. Yes. And I think that's one of the reasons that we've grown and had the success we've had is we've taken this supposedly taboo subject and normalized it and have people realize that it's not something that's an issue that you're deficient or you have some you know psychological issue that it's in some cases just the way men and women are wired differently and this is something to help you overcome and get over that issue so again education is key to anything in life and communication is the key to having education because if you don't communicate you don't give yourself the chance to learn that there are certain things that you can do to cope with issues like this Fantastic, Jeff. Well, that was another great quickie. Thanks so much for being here. How can people find Promescent? I always tell people that the best way to find Promescent is to go to www.promescent.com. That's P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T. Because if you want to buy it at a retail store, you plug in your zip code. We have a whole network of independent pharmacies and like Target and stuff like that. It'll tell you the closest one to you. There's also some other sites to carry it. We carry it there. The cheapest place to always get Promescent is at Promescent.com. But the best place to start is there because it'll give you all the different options and you can figure out which one is the best for you for acquiring the product. Thanks so much, Jeff. We are Carol and David from the Sexy Lifestyle Quickies. are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David and today we're chatting with Jamal and Polly Rick, hosts of Everything Sexy on the new Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network, and now we're going to get into the juicy details of what they're going to cover on their new show and the amazing guests that they're going to bring to you. So when it comes to open relationships and alternative lifestyles, Jamal and Polly Rick are full of information and insight because they have decades of experience in this types of lifestyles. 
And on their show, they're committed to sharing their wisdom, to answering questions, to guiding others as they navigate their way to a happier, healthier, and hornier life. And these two will encourage you to explore all avenues of sexuality, kink, swinging, polyamory, or any other alternative lifestyle through uncensored, open, and honest discussion. So I guess the first question for you guys is going to be, what kind of questions do you expect to look into on your show? Oh, my goodness. Um, you know, I... Well, here's what I'm hoping that we're going to get. You know, I, I, everybody asks the, the basic questions. Oh, how to get into the lifestyle? You know, how do I as a single male and all these things? You know, all the things you see blogs about. But I'm really hoping to hear some really fucked up things. Like, I really, I'm hoping that people call us because what, what I what I hope that we create here is a very judgment-free open zone for people to just go off. I mean, just send it, you know, and just, just say, hey, look, I'm feeling this. And they can, you know, and, and we want to be able to, they can interact with us, you know, anonymously or um, as a known person. But... We just want people to be open with us. So the kind of questions I'm looking for uh, is for people who are, they feel like they have nowhere else to ask these things. You know, you, this is something you can't ask your mom or your dad or your, your you know, maybe even your therapist, you know, if, 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 you, if you don't have that type of relationship. But if you can anonymously, you know, ask a question about like, hey, why do I feel this thing about this thing? Or um, I accidentally slipped and something fell on my ass. Why did that feel well? You know, things of that nature. Um, you know, Jamal, I don't know. What do you think? Well, I think it's a, a great way of introducing uh, the way we're approaching question and answer in our um, our show. So the segment for question and answers has been affectionately named Stump the Stud. We are looking forward uh, to questions that will stump us. I mean, I, you know, I really, there's not much I'm not willing to talk about. as not that much I think I haven't done, but I'm sure there is something. Absolutely. I'm sure there are people struggling with things. Um, exploring things, wanting to try things that maybe we haven't done. And I'm looking forward to hearing those kind of questions um, so that, one, we can sort of dig into them, understand them, maybe even go try it out and get back to people with some feedback. Um, as Rick mentioned, he's a former military guy. I spent some time in quasi-military doing ROTC in high school and college. And one of the favorite things I learned from the Army training is that, you know, it's a perfectly respectable answer to say, I do not know, but I will find out. It's not okay to say no or say I don't know, but to say I do not know, but I will find out. And so we're looking forward to those kind of questions where people ask stuff that maybe we don't know the answer to, but we're going to go dig um, and give the answer or find the answer or experience the answer or even join the people in exploring the answer. Uh, but I suspect we're going to have a bunch of questions about things that we do know the answer to from what's it like to have something put in your ass? I think a lot of guys are afraid of that. And what does it mean? You know, um, for, for men, a lot of times, I think, particularly in the swing lifestyle, I mean, it's kind of hard to avoid men getting close to other men. What does that mean? Um, does it mean you're gay? Probably not. Right. Um, does it mean you're a little bit more comfortable? Probably so. How do you navigate that? What is it like for a man to be in another room with another man with his dick out and hard? Um, right. You know, yeah. how do you avoid sword bumping or do you avoid sword bumping and all those kind of things that I'm sure guys are wondering what happens. I've seen a lot of posts on blogs about, you know, how not to be that guy at a sex party, um, which is a great topic to discuss. But on the other hand, how to be... How, Never mind how not to be that guy. How about how to be the guy that folks want to have at a sex party, right? Single, coupled, or otherwise, whether you're bi, pan, or or straight. You know, how do you how do you become the guy that folks like having at the sex party? I'm looking forward to those kind of questions. I can just imagine that the, these topics that are scary to somebody is what they're going to bring to them. For example, if they're at a sex party and they do encounter, like you said, an, um, another male guy who's who's hard, and then they start having feelings towards that or mm -hmm. they're experiencing something new and they've never even thought about before, you're the types of guys who could answer those questions or explain the feelings they might be uh, that might have been provoked during that episode. Yeah, 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 for sure. I, I mean, you know, I think one of the biggest things I'm looking forward to talking about, and I think it's really the big white elephant in the room when it comes to male sexuality, is is the fragile male ego, you know, in this North American concept that we have of um, take it like a man, man up, don't be a pussy, all these things, you know, these things that you've heard growing up, and it's just, you know, it, it's just, you know, they, they, there's different ways to think about these things now, you know, so we want to we want to hear about these things and, and, and hear about these challenges people have and hopefully help them address them and, and understand that, hey, Nobody cares about what you're putting in your mouth over the weekends anymore. Nobody cares. It's just not a big deal, you know. Um, but I think there's a lot of um, I think there's a lot of uh, 
tension, you know, in the scene when it comes to guys not knowing how to interact with other guys or being afraid of being judged or being afraid of being attacked or, you know, verbally or some drama, you know, and, I, and, and you know, we want to try to cut through some of that. But it's very interesting. It's very interesting what you guys are saying, because, you know, being swingers, uh, society says swinging is wrong. And we believe that nothing is wrong as long as it's good for you and your couple or you and yourself. So, you know, I'm really looking forward to hearing you guys talk about this crossing of swords and cocks up asses and sucking other guys' cocks and, and doing whatever. And what does that mean? Right, because if it's good for those two people, then who cares what the fuck society says? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, that's one thing that's great about this lifestyle. And that was one of the big attractions for me is that no matter what you're into, you know, even in the kink scene, they say, you know, your kink might not be my kink, but your kink is okay. Like, no matter where you're at in the lifestyle, you're going to find somebody to talk to that shares like-minded ideas with you. It might be different things or different whatevers, but it really is that. So, um, you know, I think one of the beautiful, most powerful things with this sexy lifestyle network is that this is now a place for people to come and understand that you are not alone. And we're all here, and there are millions of us, millions of us waiting for you to help out. Uh, we're, and we're not leaving the women out either, just, just right. so you know. I mean, this is certainly geared Everybody. toward male sexuality, but, you know, the way I look at it is this is questions about men and male sexuality for men and people who love them, which include women. Um, and women, like, queers. Like, and there's a ton of women that are struggling, too, with, you know, how do they approach their male partners about some of the things that they want to try or uh, some of the things they're concerned about. I mean, erectile dysfunction, uh, dysfunction, and how do you talk about it and deal with it? Women are struggling with that. And how do you approach a man without breaking his fragile ego? Um, those kind of things and you know if you're curious about uh, and um, you know an MMF or an MFM or any of those kind of things how do you talk you to your male partner about that when your male partner might not have ever done it before but you might sense that he's interested in it or maybe he's not um, so I think this is for women just as much as it is for men and we hope that women will listen because we like them too yes, oh, we love we love women yeah we love women we love queers we love everybody like this is if, if you have an asshole we want you to listen to this show <laughs> guess what that's everyone oh, like, oh my gosh it is <laughs> We're going to talk a lot about asses, I think. Yeah, that's going to happen. No, well, I think what's really going to be fun is that you're going to be sharing your personal experience. But I do have a question for you. What happens if your family and friends are listening? Uh, for me, it doesn't matter because everybody knows I'm a mad pervert. Like, I'm just, I'm just, a, I've been an ethical pervert out here. And it's funny, if I could just address that real quick, and Jamal, I'd like to hear your part of this too, but. Uh, um, when I when I when I decided I was just going to be you know a pervert, I, I had to decide: Am I going to you know I'm a business person in the community? I've done things you know literally you know, all these whatevers, and uh, you know how are all these people going to feel about me and stuff? So you know, and, and one day I just said fuck it because I really don't care. Like you know, I just don't care. It's just me. So um, as people found out, you know, there was a mixed batch of reaction, but largely most people were like, oh, you're doing this thing now, you're polyamorous, and oh yeah, well I could never do that, but. Hey, you know, uh, how did you get into that? <laughs> you know, uh, so, yeah. so instead of repelling business and repelling social people, it's actually brought me way closer to so many more people. I mean, everybody. I mean, people come out of the woodwork. You would have no idea who's involved in this lifestyle. You would have no idea. Like, it's mind blowing who you meet. We so, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so you know, for me, it's no big deal. Everybody knows me, Polly Rick. It's it's just what I do. But Jamal, I don't know. Are you are you are you are you afraid? No, I'm not afraid of much of anything except for maybe the big bad wolf. But <laughs> I, um, I'm, I've been open for for several years. I mean, and when I finally did become open about everything, I mean, I, you know, it's so funny. I remember uh, one of the maybe it was a couple of years ago. It might have been the year you guys were king and queen um, at Naughty New Orleans the year before, where I, I guess I got uh, a nice big shot um, in the parade that was posted in the New York Post. Um, the <laughs> right. headline was uh, Swingers in Bay, New Orleans, or something like that. And of course, people were texting me like, oh my God, Jamal, do you realize you're here? And I'm like, of course. I mean, you know, I've been pretty open all my life, but over the last couple of years, I became very, very open about everything from my, you know, bisexuality to swinging and everything else that I'm doing. And most people that have known me have not been surprised at all. And, and, and the ones that don't like it, I've had a few folks message me on Facebook saying, I don't like what you're posting and I've messaged them nicely back saying get off my Facebook page but yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. for the most part everybody's been fine and my, my family's been been very supportive I'm you know I've never asked them specifically what they think about it but they're on my Facebook page too I've been very open with them about my life and my sexuality and all the things that I'm exploring and if they like it that's great if they don't they still love me and it doesn't matter 
Now, I do have a nine year old son who I haven't talked to about it at all, except that, you know, he's in my house and he obviously can't miss it um, occasionally. <laughs> but um, when he gets older, we'll certainly talk about it. And I'll encourage him. I, I, you know, personally, I'm looking forward to being his sponsor for his experiences when he decides he's ready to do it, if that's what he wants to do. Yeah, I was just gonna say, I was just gonna add in, you know, with my four sons, um, you know, that that's the biggest thing is, you know, my family's everything. So, you know, business wise and all things and socially I don't care. You know, family is, is really important, as is most of us. And um you know, my boys are very, very supportive. You know, everybody in my life, my family, everybody's just been so amazingly supportive and you know, probably because they're probably perverts too. I mean, let's be <laughs> honest. But um yeah, yeah. I found a lot of acceptance, but I'm I'm ready. I'm like this is this is what's happening. What's Here very interesting sexy. what's very what's interesting about what you guys are saying is We've been out for five, six years now, and we told our kids that at the appropriate levels of what they needed to know, uh, we have six kids who are now between 16 and 26, and kids don't even want to know their parents are having sex, let alone they're having sex with other people, other couples, and foursomes, and morsomes, and orgies. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I have to say one one of the happiest moments in my because I'm, I'm much like you guys. I have four boys um, ages between 20 and like 27. And um, they're amazing, you know, and, and, and I've raised them to be free thinkers. So, but at the same time, you know, when you're out as a, as a, as a, as a pervert, you know, you have to say, is, is my behavior negatively reflecting on my family at all? So, you know, at one point, um, and it's, it was a very, very much a joy as my, as my children got older over these past 10 years, as each one of them, one to one came to me and said, you know, hey, dad, so can I talk to you about this thing? And it was some weird shit, you know, but they felt good about talking about these things, you know, and, and, and they continue to. So it's, it's a really nice thing. It's really nice. Absolutely. Yeah. That's and, and to you guys, each of you guys, you made the point, like, is it a poor reflection on your family? Absolutely not, because you just indicated, each of you, that you're great parents. And I know I'm a great parent. I'm, I'm raising right. my kid pretty much on my own. I, you know, he's happy, healthy, well educated. You know, I'm a, I'm a great dad. And the, the fact that I might be per, a pervert and, and other things <laughs> it's extra. is not impacting on that whatsoever. I think I'm doing at least as good, if not better, than most of the folks who are sitting in their home all day pretending like they're not interested in any of this stuff. So, right. Letting kids watch TV and all that, yeah. yeah. But don't you don't you think about the honesty, right? Don't you think that if more parents spoke to their kids about being open sexually about whatever's good, later on in one or two or three generations, the world wouldn't would be a better place. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, for me, like I've always thought, like. You know, and this is how I became a nudist. You know, I mean, I'm an avid. The fact that I'm wearing clothes right now is killing my soul. You know, but well, I just, I just want to make sure. Yeah. So you know, I was gonna I'll say, I'm sure people will mind if you took them off. So. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know, but um, but you know, it's one of those things where, like, um, you know, as you as you come out and and you you become a a, a person of your own self, you have to be comfortable. You know, and, and your family, if you exude that confidence, your family's comfortable. It's great. That's yeah. Well, you know, for me, like, I, you know, I, uh, um, you know. I think you're right. My, not to judge the way my parents sort of introduced me to sex. I mean, it was a little bit of the traditional approach. My mother's not with us anymore, so I'm not even going to bother criticizing her. But, you know, as we got older, as I became an adult, you know, and they kind of grappled with my, you know, changing, evolving sexuality, they were very, very supportive. And that's really all you can do as a parent, you know, is to recognize people are going to change and grow. And even if you don't like what they're doing, your job isn't here to tell them what to do or how to be. Your job is just to support them and love them for who they are. Absolutely. Acceptance. I think that's a great note to just uh, end on for now. Keep that thought in your mind. It's time for a little short break. And, you know, it's not often that you get to hear the private details of someone's most intimate sexual experiences. But on Everything Sexy with Jamal and Polly Rick, you're going to hear all about their sexy experiences as they answer the most perverted questions openly and honestly, allowing you to learn more about male sexuality and everything sexy. All righty. I guess everybody already knows that this is the Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and after a short break, we're going to get into some sexy myth-busting with Jamal and Polly Rick, all about the men's point of view when it comes to sex. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This November, 4,000 people will be on the sold-out Independence of the Seas Bliss Cruise, offered by Lifestyle Cruising and Bliss. Why do these charters sell out so fast? Five separate playrooms, 
Dozens of meet and greets aimed at various cultural and sexual orientations. Themed dance parties every night. And all upper decks are clothing optional. Find out about the Bliss Experience on the two upcoming Bliss Charters in 2019. This April is the five-night Celebrity Infinity Cruise. And next November 2019 will be seven nights on the beautiful Navigator of the Seas. Couples love the electric atmosphere on our cruises. And we know that sparks will fly in your cabin. Remember, our cruises sell out fast. So be sure to call Wayne at 908-391-1977. That's 908-391-1977. Or visit lifestylecruising.com. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David and we are chatting today with Jamal and Polly Rick, hosts of Everything Sexy on the new Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network, powered by our friends at Voice America. And now it's time for our sexy myth-busting game, all about the men's point of view when it comes to sex. Now, every show, we invite our sexpert guests to bust a few sexy fun myths that help us filter through all that misinformation that we find out there on the Internet, especially when it comes to the topics relating to sex and sexuality and relationships. So, babe, here we go. Are you ready? Yeah, you go first because this is about guys. You like guys. Okay, and... <laughs> I'm going to Jamal this one. Men in a relationship don't masturbate. Myth, fact, why or why not? I think it's a myth, um, for sure. Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess I can't speak for every guy, but, you know, I think, uh, you know, I think it's a healthy part of a relationship, quite frankly. I mean, I think the way I, the way I look at it is as a man, the way you first became familiar with sex was through masturbation. Find me any man who tells me that the first time they ever came was with a woman, and I'm gonna say you're lying. I mean, most men, the first time you ever came is from masturbation. It is mm-hmm. the very first way you learn how to be sexy and sexual and uh, the fact that you're in a relationship doesn't mean that stops. I mean, there's tons of scientific studies that show that men and women reach higher levels of orgasm through masturbation because you know how your dick works, you know how your clit works, you know how your, you know, everything works um, better than anybody else. So, you know, I think it's a complete and total myth. Absolutely. All right. I get to go next. Polly Rick, you're up. Okay. Men want to have sex all the time and more than women. False. Busted. And here's why. Sexuality is a very individualistic thing. I mean, as many people as there are, you know, as many, you know, there's so many different, there's asexuality, you know, there's, there's all these things. So um, when you're practicing sexuality or you're deciding not to practice sexuality, aren't you still kind of practicing some sort of sexuality? But are you sexual all the time as a man? Absolutely not. I'm going to tell you something about myself. So I like to fuck all the time. Like, I don't do it, but I love to fuck. Like, if I had a choice, I would be fucking right now. Like, I just love it. I mean, straight up, right? Um, however, given that there's some preconditions that exist to that. Uh, number one, um, I'm kind of sapiosexual, so I have to kind of be into you a little bit, like intellectually, right? You know. Uh, but here's the big thing, and I'll tell you right now. A cold room will shut me down quicker than anything. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't care if there's 15, like, hot, beautiful, attractive thems all around me just, you know, touching, and there's, I'm done. Like, there's nothing. So, no. Um, even me, Polly Rick, you know, a person who really enjoys sex a lot, um, does not like to have sex all the time. Sometimes, and it's very rare, once in a while, even I get tired. <laughs> even right I get here. tired. It's, it's amazing. You know, once in a while, you know, a couple times a year, there's a time where I just go, you know, I just... I think I'm just going to pass, you know, <laughs> but no, seriously, I'm busted. Absolutely not. Men, you know, 
everybody has their own different individual um, sex drives and needs and natures. So uh, I, I would like to bust that one and say that's false. All right, beautiful. Jamal, you're up next, and you get to answer this one because we've been with you at Naughty in Orleans. We're going to be there again with you. We've been with you at Hedonism in Jamaica. As a matter of fact, we're going to be there from the 18th uh, to the 28th of this month with Brett and Young Swingers Group. Oh, that's going to be fun. Nice. So, Jamal, the myth is size matters. I think it does. Um, I think the question is, what does it matter for? Right. I think it absolutely does. Male, female, otherwise. There's n not many things more impressive than a big dick. I'm sorry. Guys, whoever's looking. I love it. And, and if a guy tells me they don't agree, I'm like, okay, no, it's let's, let's go through your porn playlist. Because I'm willing to bet there's not any little dick porn. There is little dick porn out there, by the way. But I bet there's no little dick porn in your playlist. I bet there's some big dick porn in your playlist. Big dicks are impressive. Now, um, but do they matter in terms of pleasure? for your partner. I don't know so much. One, because um, I think uh, for women, I mean, there's tons of scientific studies and women have told me, I mean, some folks love it just because they, you know, the excitement of it or whatever, but um, the vagina doesn't have a whole lot of feeling when you get too far up in it. Um, it's only the first couple of inches of the vagina that actually has any nerve ending. So, you know, a big 10-inch dick isn't really doing that much except for that visual um, excitement of having a big dick. And quite frankly, for men, if you're going to put one in your butt, you know, some like big ones, some like small ones, quite frankly, because it kind of hurts to get in there. So, um, you know, I think the question is, you know, yeah, it matters, but does it matter for everything? No. Excellent. Wow. Carol, I like that. Does size matter? matter? Yes, size matters. Of course mm -hmm. it does. And your preference? The average size. That's why you're with uh, me. That's why I'm with David. And I love him so. That was such a great answer. That's <laughs> wonderful. I love All you guys. Right, you go next, number five. Okay, here we go. Uh, I guess this is going to go back to Polly Rick. Uh, sex is over when the man has ejaculated. Can't you say the word come? Well, whatever. I'm reading. Oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> you, you know, this is, I'm very glad you gave this one to me. Um, this is a big thing for me. Now, um, I think personally, and this is all a preference, but I think personally that there is way too much emphasis between ejaculation and sex. Because I, you know, coming from me, and, and I'm speaking just my personal um, interest. Coming for me is um, unintended. Is not, well, well, <laughs> no, well it's, it's not. It's not necessary for me to have a great time. You know, I like to fuck. I, I would actually rather fuck than come. You know, but everybody has a different preference. So, um, sex is not over when men come. Uh, in, from my experience, and again, perspective is everything. You know, there's a lot of people who think this thing, but challenge yourself to think about. Hey, here's a moment where everything's calm and you have this partner or partner's full attention because everybody just came and everything's great. You have everybody's full attention. What are you going to do with that attention? You know, do you want to play? Do you want to be more intimate? There's so many more things to do. Sensation play is a great time to happen, you know, right after you come. So um, I'm going to say no. Uh, sex, sex is not over at an ejaculation point for a male or anybody. It's actually, for me, just the beginning. Yay, that's a Beautiful. very, very nice explanation. All right, Jamal, last one's up to you. Only men want open relationships. Women do not. Well, man, I don't want to be the naysayer, but that is so, so <laughs> false. Um, and I, you know, I, you know, I've, I've gone through this. I mean, I, as I, I mean, I've had relationships with both men and women, and I've had men who've been very against the idea of having an open relationship. Very, very, very against the idea, whether it's with a man or a woman, whether they're in the room, out the room, involved or not involved. And I've had some women who have been thrilled. About it, I have had some women. I had a, I dated a woman who really went and sought out partners for us to be involved with, whether they be male or female. I mean, to the point where I kind of had to pull her aside and say, "Hey, <laughs> slow down." <laughs> you know? um, I, I don't, I don't think it's gender. I don't think there's any gender predisposition one way or the other. I think that women love it as much as men do. I think there's some some barriers sometimes um, for women because. Slut shaming is much, much bigger when it comes to women than it is to men. They expect yeah. men to be sluts and not for women to be sluts. But I think the desire is equal, and sometimes I think women are actually more into it than men. I agree, a thousand percent. Very cool. Yeah, and, and we know, being swingers, that in the lifestyle, it's really the women who drive it. So society says, no, it's guys pushing their wives to do it. Oh, but no. being, having been in it for so many years, it's really the women who drive it, who say yay or nay. It's not good for both of us as a couple, 
we don't take one for the team. So it's really the woman who says we're in or we're not. I agree. As it should be, for sure. All righty. Time for another break. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. And when we come back, we're going to have our favorite segment of the show, which is Great Sex Matters. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Uh, this segment of The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David is sponsored by the STC Cuban Cruise. Feel the lifestyle vibe and explore places where yesterday lives today in a truly unique corner of the world. We'll head out from Miami and stop in Hemingway's hometown of Key West before we land in Cuba's capital, where we'll experience spicy Caribbean culture, vintage cars, and untouched beaches. So be with us on this amazing SDC cruise from December 4th to 11th, where we'll also visit Nassau in the Bahamas and the private island of Coco Cay. Get ready to experience STC's famous phone parties, deck parties, erotic live shows, and their amazing playrooms, or simply savor, literally, all the sexy couples that STC has to offer. For more information about this trip or any other of our events, visit our website, thesexylifestyle.com, Carol and David Page. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throws of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David and today we're having an amazing discussion with Jamal and Polly Rick, host of their own show called Everything Sexy on the Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network. And now it's time for our favorite part of the show where we get to talk about great sex because... Yeah, great sex matters and we all deserve it. Now we know that men and women can have different points of view when it comes to sex and sexuality. Not that one is right and the other one is wrong, they're just different. So let's get your male point of view when it comes to great sex. We'll start with, I think, Polly Rick. Tell us what it means to you when you hear that term, great sex. So when I hear great sex, um, I like to think that this is sex that was started with enthusiastic consent, meaning that everybody that's involved is really excited and really informed, uh, and they want to be there, you know. So um, how do you get informed and, and how do you get excited about sex? Well, you know, you got to have to kind of go on a journey of self-exploration, you know, and, and find out what do you want? What do you need? You know, how do you feel about um, interacting with people? You know, how intimate and how vulnerable do you want to be with partners? Things of that nature. And until you really take that journey with yourself, um, it's hard to really have great, great sex. You can have some sex, but great sex really, for me, starts with self-awareness, you know, and so... Um, I think that with the Everything Sexy Show with Jamal and Polly Rick, it's going to be a great opportunity, um, along with the rest of all the other shows in the Sexy Lifestyle Network, to show people, hey, this is the way. There is resources out here for you to have great sex, and there's resources that um, are ready, willing, and able to take on anything that you want to talk about judgment-free. So uh, great sex starts with enthusiastic consent, awareness, sexual fulfillment, uh, it, you know, and, and just 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 openness you know just free thinking just acceptance and you know it's so it's so key that you're mentioning the word enthusiastic with everything going on in american politics right, right. now you know we always talk about ask first no means no consent mm -hmm. and respect is everything but if you don't get an enthusiastic yes then it's a no so yeah, right. yeah for sure so yeah. just because someone's like humming and hawing and 
If they don't say, absolutely, yes, I want to suck your cock or you can eat my pussy, then you didn't get consent and you have no right to proceed. Well, they, yeah, and, and you know, and, and that, it, yeah, and, and it's a bigger, it's a bigger thing than that because just because you got consent at the last party doesn't mean you might have consent at this party, right? So, um, so yeah, I think great sex it really starts with being all in, you know, and being open and honest with yourself, and, and just being fully engaged with your boundaries. And, and, and if you don't know what your sexual boundaries are, it's hard to have great sex. If yeah, you don't know what you want, it's hard to have great sex, you know. And alcohol and drugs are no excuse. If you want to go to a party and you want to do drugs and you want to drink, well, then you need to, and you can't, don't think you can control yourself, then just stay with the boys or stay in exactly, your corner. Right. If you're going to a party and there's a hot girl there, well, don't drink, don't do drugs, make sure you get that enthusiastic yes, and then go have great sex, right. fuck her till the, till the sun comes up in the morning. Absolutely. But you both have to be on the same page, and it goes the same way. You know, a woman can't go to a guy, grab his crotch at a party, pull down his pants and suck it, if she didn't say, is it okay if I pull down your pants and suck your cock? Oh my gosh, it happens Women so do often. that. Yeah, it happens. So my, my consent gets violated pretty frequently, which is, you know, it's... There's different. It's a whole different topic in itself. But I mean, you know, it's it's a lot. It's it's really about being informed. So if it's unintentional, you know, it's it's hard to yeah. It's all, it's an education issue. So hopefully this this helps with these things, you know. And and one other thing too about you know is one thing to have enthusiastic consent, but enthusiastic informed consent is kind of what I talk about. And that talks about you know with drugs and alcohol, like you know you can say oh fuck you want to fuck everything oh my god I just can't what the fuck did I woo? But am I really informed about what I'm what I'm talking about? Am I am I in that position to do that? So. Um, for me, you, you know, 100%, but, you know, a lot of times, you you know, we've all been to parties, so. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, Jamal, what does great sex mean to you? Man, great sex to me means, uh, you know, I, I think it's the same thing it means to me spiritually. It's like being in the present moment, and the ability to be in the present moment sexually means you kind of got to know who you are, and, and the person that you're with needs to know who they are. And so I think, um, and I think, you know, the best sex I've ever had is when I felt free just to be who I am and with somebody who knew exactly who they were. Um, and, and, and I think that's the whole point I think that we're trying to get at with our show. It's, I think women and, and some men are being shortchanged because I think there are a lot of women who are, are learning. Um, through the resources available to kind of really embrace their sexuality, their own sexual identities, because women are are talking about it. You talk about it with each other. You talk about it on on these uh, on these shows on the Sexy Lifestyle Network and other things. And men aren't doing it as much. Um, they're not talking about it with each other for sure. And um, there aren't as many shows talking about it and, and and resources talking about it. And I think you know, great sex really matters because you know I think it, it's a part of being who you are. We were sent here to have great sex. So, so Rick, you know, um, it, it was interesting that Jamal brought up the fact of, you know, women being involved in wanting to have great sex. And, you know, we always talk about, you know, the world thinks that swingers are because the man pushes the woman to do what she maybe not necessarily wants to do. Being in the lifestyle, we know that's not true. We spoke about that earlier. Sure. But, but, you know, you guys are you're going to be talking to the guys. And I'm sure in relationships... They're the women who want to explore the alternative lifestyle. So what is she supposed to do if she's in a relationship and she wants to explore and go a little bit sideways and the guy doesn't? Well, you know, it's funny. Um, we, we're actually, we have, a, we have an episode we're going to be talking about that. Um, but really it comes down to a couple of things. You know, when you're going to have a relationship, you need two secret ingredients. And, and, and I'm not going to give it away, but basically it comes down to goals and preferences, right? Well, if you find that you have a different preference or a developing preference, you have to communicate this thing, but you can only communicate it once you've explored it. So, um, you know, I, I would give a female the same advice I give for a male. I was like, look, you need to have a serious discussion with yourself first. Then have a serious discussion with your partner, you know, when it's right, when you're ready, you know, but you have to have that discussion with yourself first because I see a lot of, a, a lot of people who try to get into the lifestyle, um, they run into stumbling blocks because they just, tip their head forward and just start moving their feet and start plowing right into it and they just have no idea who they are or why they're doing it. You know, ask yourself, why am I doing this thing? You know, is there, is there, is there a reason why I just love to fuck all the time? You know, is there a reason why I, I, I keep, you know, crashing relationships or burning bridges or whatever, you know? So, so, um, yeah, I, I mean, it really comes down to talking. You know, you have to talk to your partner, but you have to talk to yourself first. 
And what type of discussion would a woman have, or how would she open it up with her partner once she, you know, some, we have a lot of female listeners on our network, and, you know, our network is all about opening up that dialogue, the would we, could we, should we. So she hears us talking about swinging, we're talking about guys, and a whole bunch of different types of sexuality that the normal society says maybe might not be that normal. She mm -hmm. finds it titillating. She wants to add some spice into her relationship, whether it be a marriage or uh, the relationship she's in. What are the types of questions or um, teasers she can throw out to her guy to start the discussion and we know if you were a guy the worst thing you can do is say no that's not for me you know that he's supposed to say well let's find something that's better for us but what what how can she start that discussion you know it, it's it's a tough call you know because uh, there's so many different situations out there and you know it's it's very very difficult to risk your relationship discussing wants and needs, especially when your life preferences might have changed. So um, I would say the first thing you have to do is really, you know, sit down and, and, and say, look, I have needs. They're basic human needs, and they need to be addressed. You know, um, I love you very, very much. You know, however... Um, there's certain things that you know I would like to I would like to discuss, but before all of this and before talking about it, there's a lot of little hints you can do. Like you were saying, you know, um, it's not about what you want to do in the lifestyle. If you're looking to get your partner in lifestyle, are they have do they have any interests that might lead them into wanting lifestyle? So in other words, you know, look for clues. What kind of porn do they like? Mm -hmm. You know, you might want to ask your partner, hey, when you masturbate, what do you think about? You know, and that's the thing. Once you get into fantasy land, then you can kind of put yourself in the position of like, well, hey, have you ever thought of this? I'm not asking for this thing, but have you ever thought of this thing? Right. You know, yeah. and that way you don't have to really put yourself in the in in the in the, the rejection you know site. It's um, like dipping your toe in and seeing yeah. how the water is or how yeah. hot the water might be. Yeah. And it's and it doesn't necessarily have to be alternative lifestyle. It might be bringing a sex toy in. I mean, we, we were just in New York City with uh, Bunny Lambert from Sibian, and you know everybody was coming over to see the Sibian that we have. We have one sitting in here our, in our studio. That's what keeps Carol smiling all the time. <laughs> nice, I love him. But, but you know, you want to just bring in that different excitement so it doesn't get stale and boring. And what you said earlier is so 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 powerful. Is you need to find the time to open up the dialogue about improving and spicing up your sexuality, not just saying, so do you want to fuck? Right, right. And it's not, it's a, you know, and, and the thing is, it shouldn't be like a more like, hey, I, I need, I need, I need. It's a we thing, you know, this is a teamwork thing, you know. So, so what are you into? You know, like, wait, you know, have you, tell me about your last sexy dream, partner, you know, because once we get into that dream and fantasy land, that, that's when it's okay to talk about these things. Right. Yes. And through that, you know, it, it usually is a really good gateway for the conversation to, uh, but, but opening it up an existing closed relationship is one of the hardest things you can do. And that's why I'm very excited about this lifestyle network in the show. Well, yeah. and you, you also got to make sure you create some safe space so people don't feel threatened. Um, I right. think, you know, the toy is the, the perfect scenario. And our good friend Taylor um, Sparks at Organic Loving, when she's selling her sex products, um, you know, she's a master at this, you know, and, and I've tried to help her sometimes where, you know, you have to remind the, the men and the women that the sex toy is not a competitor. There are things that we can do as human beings for each other that toys are just never going to do. Um, so all of these things, whether they be opening your relationship, using a sex toy, exploring different um, sexualities and things like that, they're enhancements to the relationship. They're not replacements. But I think people um, receive them, depending upon how you present it, sometimes they receive them as like, this is something you're doing to replace me or because I'm not adequate or whatever. No, this is something I'm doing to enhance the experience that I'm going to have with you, sometimes with myself, with other people. But this is robots toys they're never going to replace human beings because they're things that human beings can do for other human beings that no digital device or manual um manufactured device can ever do cool all right so that was a great discussion about you know why great sex matters i'm going to turn the equation now and i'm going to ask you guys for some real advice so now we're going to take the guy's perspective what are the first two things a guy should do 
if he wants to start exploring an open relationship or alternative lifestyles. We just spoke about the woman. I would, I would pretty much give the same, you know, same advice. You know, my, my, my advice tends to be pretty gender neutral, um, in general. I mean, of course there's some gendered, uh, you know, uh, nuances and so forth. But for a guy, you know, you have to understand that, um, women are very intellectual in general because they're, generally smarter than us, you know, and they feel a lot deeper. Yeah, no, straight up. I mean, you know, they, I, I've accepted a lot of these things in my life, right? And um, so, you know, you're, you're, when you're approaching a woman as a male, typically you're, you're already coming in underarmed, you know? <laughs> so you have, to really, you have to really empathize and put yourself in the position of, of, of somebody who is going to take every word and feel everything that you say to the nth degree. So choose your words wisely. You know, I don't, I'm not saying you need to start with a script or anything, but you really need to kind of make sure, like Jamal said, you know, you don't want to have anything coming in um, as a competitor to the, to the equation, you know, of your relationship. So um, the first thing is, is making sure that, and, and this is the biggest thing, this is not a Band-Aid lifestyle. Don't get into this lifestyle thinking this is going to fix some shit for you, because it's not. If your relationship is rocky, your relationship is rocky. So First things and foremost, if you if you're looking to get into this, you know, and open up this relationship with your your partner, um, make sure you got some good solid footing, and make sure you've done your homework. You know, once you guys are solid as people, you understand each other's boundaries, you feel comfortable, and you can be vulnerable with each other. You know, as a first step, that would be my first step. Then the second step would be to then you know um, approach uh, approach it responsibly, you know, and approach it with with um, with your eyes open to the fact that uh, this is somebody who is intellectually superior, emotionally superior usually, and, uh, you know, you, you, you better make sure you choose your words correctly. Oh, I love it. Jamal, do you have something to add to that? Yeah, I think you've got to, you know, for whatever for whatever your partner's expectations are, you've got to establish trust. Uh, you know, the relationship didn't start as an open one. I, I've had some that started and some that didn't. But if it didn't start open, then you've got to find a way to establish that trust with your partner, whatever and whatever way that is. And it's probably the same way for everything else in your relationship. You've got to demonstrate that you can be trusted and respected, that you can honor and respect boundaries. You you got to do that kind of work. So if that's something you're interested in, you can't just say okay, here's what I'm interested in, and let's go try it out. You need to have established a pattern and a, and a reputation with your partner for being somebody they could trust to explore this with because you're opening yourself up to probably, you know, life's, one of life's greatest potentials for insecurity. You know, people are insecure about their sexuality, their sexual experiences, and certainly about their relationships because they don't want their relationships to fall apart. So you've got to do the work to develop the trust. You've got to figure out what it is going to take to establish that trust with your partner. And you got to start doing that groundwork before you can start saying, hey, let's try this because I'm interested in something else. Get that foundation for sure. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right, guys. Unfortunately, we're at the end of our show. We could probably go on for hours, but we're not because you guys have your own show. <laughs> Thank goodness. We're so excited. We're so excited. <laughs> and we are too. You know, I, I need to take a minute now to thank you guys for all the hard work and effort you've done uh, getting us up and running. Uh, the whole network will be live on October 8th. Um, your first show is going to go live on Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern, correct? Yes, absolutely. Every Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, we'll be, uh, we'll be dropping a new one. Yay. And we encourage everybody to listen to Jamal and Rick and their show, Everything Sexy, as well as all the other hosts. We're going to be starting with over 21 shows on our network on our way up to 60 by the end of 2019. So, guys, uh, thanks so much for all that great advice. Uh, from the male point of view, I'm sure we're going to be hearing lots more. Um, it was absolutely amazing getting to know you. Um, Rick, we'll uh, see you in person one of these days. Jamal, uh, for sure, not in New Orleans next year, but hopefully in the winter at Hito. Oh, I'm sure we'll see you before then. You can't miss us. Yeah. Absolutely. Why don't you just take a minute now to tell everyone how they can reach out to you on social media and um, just just take a little teaser on what your next show is going to be about. Well, you know, we, we're still actually deliberating a lot of our, uh, our our topics. Like we said, we have so many. But the best way to interact with it, and this is important because our this is going to be a highly interactive um, show. So uh, the best way to interact with us is very simple. Simply go to everythingsexy.com right now. As soon as, as soon as you hear this thing, go to this thing. From that point, you're going to be able to see all of our social media connections. We have Instagram. We have Facebook. Uh, we have Twitter. We have all these things. And it's just the best way to get there is just right from that page, everythingsexy.com. 
Um, we're also going to be putting out a lot of our content in advance, you know, so we're going to be putting out our, uh, like a blog or so a week or two prior to episodes kind of soliciting feedback because we're not, we're not going to pretend like we know everything. You know, we're not going to pretend like we're the, we're the geniuses of things. We want to hear from you. We want you guys to be part of the show, everybody. So um, go to everythingsexy.com. Uh, you can interact with us that way, um, and, and, and as well as all the other hosts on uh, the uh, Sexy Lifestyle Network right off of our page. And everybody can also reach uh, Jamal and Rick on the sexylifestyle.com host page. They have their own profile and mini page set up there. You'll see all their galleries as soon as they put them up. Everybody's doing a lot of work to get our albatross fed. Uh, it seems like we cannot find enough content to fill, Mr. Albatross, but we're doing the best we can. So, guys, mm-hmm. thanks so much for being here. Thank you so much, you guys. You are the best. And you guys are so sexy. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I, in, in real life too. I mean, like I'm looking at you and just holy smokes! Like, well, I can't wait to see you guys again. I've actually spent some time with him in real life too. Hang on a second, guys. Hang on. So we're learning more and more every week with our fantastic sexpert guests, and we hope that you do too. Remember to go to our website, thesexylifestyle.com, to find all our amazing expert guests, all our new hosts, and all our new talk. Uh, on our new talk radio platform, which is a 24-7 credible information about sex, sexuality, and relationships. So start your sexual revolution, listen, learn, and live sexy on thesexylifestyle.com. And remember, if you want to look, if you're looking for an open-minded online community to meet other sexy, fun friends, you can sign up on stc.com to find out the events and when they're happening near you. Use promo code 30314 for your first month free. So, boy, oh, boy, we have a busy fall coming up in terms of travel and trips. For the next six weeks. The next six weeks, we're going to be at Hedo with Brett and Young Swingers for uh, from October 20th to 27th. Um, It is going to be an absolutely amazing event. Brett has promised to have some cool surprises for us. And then we're going to be on that Bliss Cruise, November 11 to 17. That's leading out of Fort Lauderdale in Florida. 3,800 sexy, naked people. Holy crap, I can't wait. And then in December, we're going on another cruise on the SDC Cuban Cruise from December 4th to 11th. Now, in May next year, let's not forget the Super Experience at the brand new hotel in Cancun, Mexico from May 18 to 23. Once again with our friends from SDC. And then, of course, as we spoke earlier... As the past king and queen of Naughty in Orleans, we're going to be there July 24th to 28th. Go check out everything about our trips and our events and all our host events on our website, thesexylifestyle.com, or send us an email at ask at carolyndavid.com. And remember, if you want those stronger, longer, and more intense orgasms, then you need your very own womanizer, and we have some to give away. So once you try this amazing device, you're going to wish that you had discovered it sooner. So remember to enter to win by sending us an email at ask at carolyndavid.com with the word womanizer in the subject line. And now I know everybody's been waiting for us to announce September's winner, so I don't have a drum roll, but let's just pretend we have a drum roll. Uh, from her sending in her email to ask at carolyndavid.com, we're so excited to announce, and we try and keep it as confidential as possible, that Jackie has won. Congratulations. You know who you are. <laughs> we'll be sending you an email, and everybody else keep entering for the chance to win in October. That was an amazing show. Uh, thank you, Jamal and Rick, for being there. And especially to you for listening. Join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex and sexuality and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. This weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. 